On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Hey everybody, it's Angelique Luna and welcome to part three of the Trifecta Kink Cruise. And here with me to explain these adventures is my husband, lover, tech support, everything else, John C. Luna. Yay! Why don't you just say Minotaur owner? I thought I was the only one privileged to say Minotaur. Now it's out there for everybody. So now all your playmates... Oh no, 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 no. Hold on. On the cruise, very loudly, when they were, oh, we were out and we were asking for names uh, your lover has given to your penis, you were very proud and poked me to let everyone know that the nickname for my penis is Minotaur. I think I was drinking at the time. I did, uh, no excuses. Tons of excuses. I was on painkillers and drinking. <laughs> we do such great things. That's a wonderful idea. So, so that's why we got elected, um, nominated, whatever, to do a second podcast recording. Of- well, this was the final day of the cruise. Yes. And we, due to popular demand. Extreme popular. Uh, which we love. Um, we did a roundtable after the final party. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was final party, but it was still about 8 p.m. So everyone was still, still good. Um, but what happened was we had a lot of people show up. Mm-hmm. We literally had a roundtable in the... Uh, top deck bar of the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. And we had a round table where everyone just chimed in with different things. Uh, it's messy. It's hysterical. Some people wouldn't talk directly into the mic or kept turning their heads. They kept turning so, and we're just like, hold the damn mic. Yes. I hope this works out and I really hope they enjoy this. But this is what happens when you put 60, pe- 60 kinky people on a cruise for four days and then say, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> Okay, so we are at the end of the cruise, or near the end of the cruise, and we have, what do we have, a round table? We have a round table suggested from one of the attendees here, so everyone in this round table, please say that you give consent, if not, please disappear. We give consent, yay! Yes, yes, okay. Go, group consent, I'll get the paddles. Awesome. (laughs) So we went on what would be termed a, what's the official name of it? Trifecta Cruise. But let's be honest, it is a kink cruise. Yeah, sort of, kind of, you know, we had puppies, we had critters. Right. We've had some very provocative wear. We've had (laughs) lots of things. It is more than, I'm admiring it. That's why I had to point it out as I pointed. So, unfortunately, we did not have anything. Uh, there was no dungeon. No dungeon. Very a- disappointing. Yes. Very. So. I second that. Yes. yes. That. Everyone here at the round table has second that motion. I. Bad. We need a dungeon. Yeah. Motion yeah. No yeah. space. How would you possibly go about getting play space? Hello. This could be a fabulous play space. We just yeah, covered that. Is. But you'd have to close it off. You'd have to get consent of the ship. That would be really tricky, I think. Look. I know someone who has a St. Andrew's cross that folds up into a suitcase. Wow. I am willing to go ahead and borrow that. That's, a, that's amazing. That's the, issue. the issue is on the ship. Nope. 
Got enough money? Got enough people? You could do anything. Really? I was an event planner for 15 years. I know the I know the scheme and I know the racketeer. So, yeah. So, yes, more people there. Yes. What's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> so, what what do you guys want to talk about? What do you think? Feedback. Talk. Talk. You guys requested. You better talk. If not, I'm going down to the tub. Oh, there is a hot tub. There's several, There's hot, several tubs. hot tubs. Yes, yes. And, and, they and close at oh, eight. So right I will now. say there was a puffy um, photo shoot earlier. They went over down to the pool. Yes. Walked across the bridge. It was sort of like Milan meets Kibbles and bits, but it was really cool. I wanted to chat about collared relationships. I have seen a couple, maybe not. I expected more, and so I wanted to know what that means to others and how many you've seen and all of that. Cool. Well, uh, I'll chime in here and say that, uh, and I want everyone else to chime in, but usually a collar, there's different types of collars. Like there's a consideration collar, there is a trial collar, all the way up to a collar that for some means as much as an engage- as a wedding ring. Agreed. So there's really all different types of collars. There's also a self collar. That's what mine is, or was. I don't have it on right now, but yeah. Oh, you found the key. Yeah, I found the key. I own the key. She owns because I own myself. Yes, but I know you and the TSA had a little. The, the key's lost. I can't take it off. Yeah, I found the key. <laughs> I, I have that every time with TSA, and I travel probably three out of four weekends a month. So, what does a self collar mean to you? To me, it's I own myself and I have a set of values and things that I live up to. Since um, it's like a guideline for me. So, kind of like a reminder of your values to yourself. Yes. Inside my collar, it says "Love Yourself." Oh, that's so precious! I like that. Yes. There are also some very, very formal coloring ceremonies. Oh, hold on. Say similar, that again. I'm sorry. There's some very formal coloring yeah. ceremonies. Almost similar to a marriage ceremony. Very close to it. They sign a contract. They do exchange. Of, of, I mean, it's really... But it, it gets back to something I said before. Everybody has their own color to use. Different to you. Different, it's, it's, there's no standard whatsoever. I mean, some people... I know people have been two years in training. And three years in training. And haven't been colored yet. I mean, that's... Of course, that's their own dynamic, but that's there is no, there are no standards or yeah, procedures. Well, let me ask you for the beautiful lady sitting next to you. What does your collar mean to you, if you don't mind speaking? My collar means commitment, but I don't consider it my final collar because I've never had a fi- I've never had a formal collaring ceremony. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure we. We never had a form, but we had a consecration ceremony. We had two consecrations. Okay, yeah, but that's still not the same ceremony. Formal ceremony. That's because she has a girlfriend who's dying. He's not in the orientation. He's dying to come to our formal. That's the only reason that she's asking. We live together. We're committed 25 hours a day, but she wants to formal ceremony. Oh, I understand that feeling. I've never been formally engaged. We just kind of eloped, and I'm still waiting for my engagement ring nine years later. You said yes. I said yes, but I still wanted a damn engagement ring. She's very subtle, too. I support this. Very subtle. And and go ahead and just tell the crowd which engagement ring have you picked out. It's a TARDIS engagement ring. The one that's the biggest and shiniest. Yes. And and it's blue and glowing. Yes. Everything else was Doctor Who at our wedding, except my engagement. I didn't get one. 
So I, I, I can understand. She is a little bitter. Okay, I get it. Salty. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Salty. Yeah. No, I totally understand. That's what I said. I can relate. A little bit different, but yeah. Five. Girl. High five. Yes. <laughs> so the answer is, is calling means a lot. Very individual. So when it comes to collars, actually, I was collared by my ma'am. So. I'm 110% gay male myself, but I was collared by a ma'am. You know, we have a very service-oriented relationship. And when it comes to her, like, people are like, I don't understand. Why are you collared by a ma'am? I'm like, because that's what I like. I like she teaches me. She engages me. She shows me things I don't know. And she does not stop me from when I go out, when I have fun or when I enjoy myself or when I play with other people. Can I ask you what service means? Yeah. What does service mean? So service, so it depends on the person. Um, if we're talking about an actual aspect goal, like, okay, like, say we're at a bar. I will service her by lighting her cigarettes, getting her beer, making sure she's okay, no matter what it is. Ma'am, do you need water? Ma'am, do you need uh, another beer? Ma'am, do you need your cigarette lit? And so it's it just... A physical, it's a physical service. There's no, it's... In some aspects, yes. But it's not a romantic. It's a There's no other is aspects. Is it a spiritual of. service? Is it uh, psychological? Is it, I mean, do you feel emotionally different because you're in service to someone? I would say huh? I'm very emotionally attached because ma'am has been someone that's been in my life since I started my community. She's, she's nurtured me. She's taught me. She's made me feel comfortable with who I am. But as far as the sexual, there's no sexual between us. She has her husband for that. And I love her husband dearly. Like, we joke and have a good time, but there is nothing sexual between us, so. No, I wasn't talking about sexual service. I was talking about service state of mind, actually. What? What are you touching? Yes. You don't want me to go any further? Yes, you can touch. Yeah. I have to give her permission. Anybody on me? So, let's see. What else? As I, I lost, I lost I my... I actually like... Shit, I lost my head. <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, well, my mic head. Say what? Yes, my my mic okay. head slid down, but we will find John, it later. What was his name? John Bobbitt? Who was the... <laughs> <laughs> For those of us who still remember. Yeah. No, it's... But that's okay. It'll all work without it. There's this, but I don't think that's it. No, that's it. not it. No, okay. that's not it. You'd know it if you start. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But the good news is we have this amazing thing called editing software. So <laughs> this will work out very well. So, yeah, I can make you sound like... Uh, uh, any voice I want, really. But so now it's Alvin and the Chipmunks discussing sexual things and fetishes. No, 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 no. So we talked about collaring. What other subjects does anyone want to bring up? Hey, it was requested. This roundtable was requested. It's not on the schedule. But it is a nice roundtable where we have a whole variety of people here in different relationships, different ages. Uh, all into the fetish lifestyle, which is one thing I love about it. It is so diverse that, and I'm always amazed at that. How I'm surprised. Yes, you are in service, but it's a gay man in service to a to a a woman. Um, if I can share one thing, um, so actually, it was a panel that I was a part of a few years ago, or well, a year ago, um, putting people in boxes. So anyone who meets you, they're like, oh, you know. I met you, you're nice, you're sweet, but I put you into a box immediately, you know, depending on what the box is, whether you're gay, straight, anything in between. So people who have met me, they're like, oh, you're in service to a man, so you're automatically straight. No, that's not me. They want to put me into a box. You're a boy. No, I'm not a boy. I'm a surface puppy, you know. 
I like to service my ma'am. I am in service to her, what she needs, what she wants, emotionally, whatever it may be, but I'm in service to her. Just kind of like an emotional support animal. You know, your support animal's there, he is sweet, he's loving, and he's a good puppy, but does not mean your puppy does everything for you. Does not mean your puppy is your bitch. No, your puppy is just there to be where there when you need him. So, I'm in service to my ma'am as an emotion. So you're multifaceted. Yes. Not, not an emotional support animal, but... No, no, but you, like I think every one of our relationships is so different now. There's no two people the same. Nobody has the same protocol, the same etiquette, the same... Agreed. Like I said at the thing the other day, when you read, you, you know, when you're new to it, you read, you think, God, this is the way it's got to be, and you realize that works only for two people, those two people. But I, I, I like that you mentioned sort of assumptions. Yes, please. I like that you sort of mentioned assumptions because I, I think there's quite a bit of that and I can think of many examples, but that includes in the community that sometimes people assume that if they have a certain kink that others do too, mm-hmm. or if they're into a certain something, then others automatically are too. Um, that that if they're into or they know a lot of women who are into the biggest penis or the biggest dildo, that that means that I am, and that doesn't necessarily mean that no. that I want to be hard pounded mm-hmm. in the same way that they might like that. Or um, you know, I mean, be... don't get me wrong, I like that too. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and and so I've I've run into some of that too, some of those assumptions, and you know, we're poly and. Sometimes people assume that the relationships I might have with others might be sexual, and it doesn't always have to be that way. And it could be something like yours, but it could also be something that's a romantic relationship, so not a friendship. If we were out at the movies, everyone would probably assume that we were in some sort of coupled relationship, but that doesn't mean that someone can make the assumption that it's sexual or or that we ever want to take it there. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that... So people come up to me like, oh, you're a servicing ma'am. What do you do for her? I'm like, I, you know, light her cigarette. I get her drinks. I, you know, make sure she's okay. And they're like, what are you doing sexually for her? Nothing. I'm like, what? I don't understand this. Why are you not doing these things for her? I'm like, that's not our relationship. She got a man for that. I'm not her man. You got those things. But again, people make those assumptions just on how they look at the appearance of the relationship. Well, one of the most interesting things that I find for new people coming into the lifestyle is they find out there are many relationships that aren't sexual, that there are monogamous people that will have a wife and come in and play with another person and have lots of fun, and it may be intimate. There's a difference between intimate and sexual, and that's something our society doesn't understand. They say, oh, if it's one, it must be the other, and it's it's not. They're two separate things. Agreed. Most regular folk or people that haven't had a lot of time in our world can't get past their penis or their vagina. It's, it's all about having sex. It's all about Right. It's all about the sex. It's all about, you know, doing this stuff. And as you very, very well elicited, it's not about the sex. It doesn't have to be about the sex. It can be about being intimate with another human. Um, I was polyamorous before the relationship I'm in now. Um, and I'm still polyamorous, but only in a play way. I play with just about anybody I want to, but I have sex with one person. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sex is amazing. We all <laughs> love sex. But at the same time, 
I don't have to be sexual with someone to be in a relationship with someone. Yeah. Right. I can be in a very much an emotional relationship. You care for me. I care for you. We make sure we're okay at the end of the night. Doesn't mean anything sexual happened. We just had a good time. So, Another thing I'll point out that a lot of uh, Vanillas or new people coming into this find in here is community. Because Great. as part of American society, you are taught you have your birth family. You have the one you will find in Hollywood lie, fall in love with magically forever, and you don't need anyone else. And that's that's it. Who's he? And I've met him yet. Where is he? <laughs> he's hiding over there. Under Sky Deck Bar. Yes. Yeah, but you've got you've got accessibility today that I that never was available to someone my age. You really yeah. got amazing availability. Hold on. Hold on. You say your age. <laughs> I mean, you're like a fine wine. You get better every year. That's true, but but finding someone in this orientation, thank you. Yeah. Finding someone in this orientation was extremely difficult before. You've got. I'm 76, so anybody in the 40s or 30s. Yeah, anybody, First off, I don't believe you're 76. Okay. Say what? Yeah, check that driver's license. Yeah, like, uh uh-uh. like, no, no, honey, this guy looks like. Early but the point 80s, is, the yeah. point is, say these things because I believe it. <laughs> yeah. The point is, I didn't find someone if I was like 66 or 67. Because there was no access, there was no yeah. availability. There was yeah. just no. Right. I mean, unless you were, excuse me, unless you were gay, there was that. This was not in the hetero community at all. Understandable. You, you know. Sorry, yeah. Micah. Yeah, no, you just, hold the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold it. I, <laughs> I I talk Italian like you too, but just keep keep <laughs> the mic in one place. Okay. Oh, but no. I mean, I get it. I mean, myself. Yeah, if you're talking, myself. Hold it right here. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Now I turn. And then comes that one moment when everyone gets bashful. Yeah. Wow. Oh no, no, no. Might as well out with it. Daddy Littles, critters. Where, where can we go next? <laughs> All about it. Well, we definitely. Well, need tell to me about. Out tell me about you. I complimented you on your outfit, and I said how how beautiful yeah. you looked. And what did you say? The daddy picks all of my outfits. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah. I love that. We all, we all like your daddy. He does a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I start with good materials. <laughs> but that's part of a daddy's responsibility. I mean, the way she dresses, the way she walks, how she talks, all of that is part of all my responsibility. I mean, literally, I'm not part of it actually in the context, but literally, the daddy, as if she was being brought up, which I never really thought of in that context of teenage years or something. <laughs> yes, her dress, her walk, her, all of that stuff has been under my supervision since we've been together. And you too? Yeah. But let's get into it. Well, so what do you control? I mean, do you control her walk, her talk, her language? Or... Um, Is that too much of it? I mean, I'm, 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 no, our relationship's still evolving. So um, we're, we're figuring out exactly where, how, how much... Um, control she needs because she's also a grown adult. She's got a life and a job, and she she's got to be able to function in the world on her own. But I like a lot of control, but she likes especially. Okay, you know that's not, a very. That's, otherwise, as he points out, I I can sometimes be bratty, but I'll never admit it again. 
Ready girl say what? I'm sure. It's on the podcast. It's on the internet. But if you think about it, ready girl say what? You're controlling someone who's a full adult, has children, has had adult jobs. I mean, and you're controlling that person. But I, but I couldn't be the daddy or the sir. I don't know if I ever told all. She said she was very bratty. So, but but I think it would be hard to be on the other end. That's I think I'm just hardwired this way. As, yeah. as a sub, as a little, it's like way too much responsibility for me to think of being in your shoes. So I how agree. are your shoes? Fabulous. Right. How are your shoes? Very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it is, and nobody, and nobody tells you the responsibility. I mean, having the control of another individual is an amazing responsibility that you, again, that you never see in portrayals or read in the books or Fifty Shades of all that shit. I mean, really, it's well, having control is definitely an honor to be given to you, and it should never be taken lightly. At the same time, there is a lot of emotional release, as well as stress release, in surrender, in yes. giving up that Agreed. these are not my responsibilities no more. Yeah. I mean, shit, I surrender my taxes every year because I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. <laughs> but I could go ahead and understand giving up other shit. It's, it's delegating, and sometimes it feels really good to give her that control to someone else, of course, that you trust that you know and not have that weighing on you and we, we all know the thoughts of having something weighing on us we're all on a cruise yeah. we know what's going to happen when we get off the cruise and turn on our phone uh, it's going to be fucking Christmas and it's going to go off and you're going to have so many messages and hundreds no, of emails and all life that life happens wouldn't it be nice to know there was someone who's going to take care of that for you and go you have two emails for please <laughs> you know but there, there's also a, a there's also a balance because it's like, yeah, I have a lot of control and stuff. On the other hand, she's of service to me, and so she takes a lot off my plate. So, you know, she does things like just take care of, you know, she fixes my coffee when I when I order coffee. Um, and she uh, she also acts as my girl Friday, so she takes care of a lot of, like, travel arrangements and things that I don't feel like dealing with. Absolutely. Oh, it's definitely a two-way street. That's mutually beneficial to both. A phrase that Darcy and I used in one of our classes is, she she feeds me, but I feed the relationship. Me is the top. It's my responsibility to make sure the relationship grows. And her is the bottom. She feeds me and keeps me healthy. So it's kind of a circ- circular thing, but it, it works It works for us. See, so you, I don't know how long you've been in the orientation, but I, I'm we're about nine or ten years now. I am so amazed at the growth and how we keep finding new things that I never found in other relationships before. And it gets back to the word you said, which is trust. There's there's something implicit, explicit, whatever it is in this type of relationship that takes the politics out of it, takes the competition out of it, that exists in every other fucking relationship I've ever been in. I I mean, I go explain that to Vanellis, but I mean, it's something that I feel you mean is that you mean your experience too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can't... um one of the one of my favorite things to talk about, some, well, sometimes anyhow, is the, one of the first things I give my submissive is my checkbook because I hate, 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 hate with a capital hate yeah. to pay bills. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who likes to pay bills? So, let's be honest. That's that's getting up control. Darcy right? likes to, Darcy likes to pay bills. She's been budgeting herself since she was nine. Wow. Okay. Can I borrow her for a second? Yeah. When, when we met, she was. She was two years into a five-year loan on her car, and she almost paid off. Okay, that's the girl I got. Right, I'm. I'm very and happy. Nothing wrong with that. But, but the politics of it. 
Because I've always had that in every relationship. Competition probably is. I, um, I've never, we, uh, no, not really. I, I, uh, I've never really had to worry about the competition part of the relationship. But the, but me, me as the dominant, the dominate, right? The dominant, don't, don't say dominate, sorry. Edit that out. <laughs> um, but me as the dominant, giving her the checkbook freaks out a lot of people. I'm still in control of the damn thing. I still know exactly what she's paying, and I still know how she's paying it. And I'm telling her when and where to do it. But I hate writing checks. So she's get, she's serving me by taking control of the thing that I've given her, the task that I've given her. Right? And it freaks out a lot of people because, oh, my God, she's in your money. Well, yeah. She's in my house. Well, so it, that, that trust thing. The trust. Yeah. Where this came from was your trust statement. Yeah. And but it, I, it's giving up that control for a moment. In a not way. Real, yeah, not really, because yeah. I can still cancel any checks I want to. Well, I can still stop anything. So for, so for me, like in our case, um, so she'll make a lot of the travel arrangements. She'll, she'll take care of a lot of the busy work. Of, of making travel arrangements, right. but I'll make like the decisions about yep. where we're going to go, when we're going to go, things like that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I'll add in here: we do not have a DS relationship. No. However, I will blame her because ten years ago when we met, I knew directions on how to get everywhere, and she became my navigator, which was a tremendous relief. But now she's like, "Oh, meet me over here," and my answer is, "How do I get there?" <laughs> And I get a look of, you've been there a hundred times. Like, yes, but you're always telling me where to turn, which is so nice. But it's a great, it's great to share responsibility. I mean, that's yeah. what a, that's what a marriage, that's what a partnership is supposed to be about. And I'm almost hysterical where they're saying, oh, she's in your money. Well, you two are as close to being married as you're going to get. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're commingled in all ways. Yeah. So I don't see what anyone's problem would ever be. Of her getting in your business. That's the point of being together. But it, but it's really cool when you see the young dominant's mind explode when you yeah. tell him that, oh my yeah. God, she's in your body. You're going to die. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> really? I think I'm I doing so much better that she is in my money than if I did. You know, hello. See the pros and the cons? Oh no, I, I, I'm better at managing it. She's better at paying. Yeah. <laughs> see, I just say the man to manage my money. I bring it in. I just need him to manage it. So. Yeah. I think we all need a little help in that financial district. Because yeah. of all the shit they teach us in college. It's a fucking lie. Yeah. So, we have been a 25-minute roundtable, which has been very much fun. Just a question for everyone. Did you enjoy the cruise? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I wish we had more of this time. I started this roundtable with dessert. So, I said, I'm eating the whole time. And from here, we're going to dinner. Yeah. Hubba, I started this with Jack and Coke, so I'm fabulous. Yeah. Well, I think we started this off with who's let the dogs out. I don't know whose choice that was. Meow! <laughs> <laughs> the pup said meow, really. He gets all the pups to come are, to the yard. Are there any critters here? I was just oh, thinking yeah. that what happens when you mix a pup with Jack and turns into a cat? So, <laughs> the kitty and me gets all the puppies to come to the yard, so. We will be there for you. You can shake it later. But <laughs> I would love to learn about your puppy. Yes! I love to share, so I'm all about this. So you're sharing now. Oh shit, she's gonna make me share. You said you were. Yes. What are so, your questions? Well, you get to share, you? but keep the clothes on, please. 
Yep. What, what, about what, about what, critters, what, or specifically, what critter are you? I can see, and what does it mean to you? So, um, my critter is a puppy. Um, I get along with all critters, bunnies, kitties, no matter what your critter is. Uh, but my critters to me is a puppy. I love scritches. I love people who want to just, for example, if you're going to treat a puppy, how you want to treat a puppy, you're like, oh, let me give you belly rubs. Let me give you scritches. Let me give you loves. Yeah, let me not step on that. Um, I'm the same way. I love those things. But I'm also a very happy puppy. So people are like, how do you live that 24-7? Not necessarily barking at everything, but see what something is like. People like, oh yeah, I want to go to that. Yes, I want to go to that. So I wipe my tail. I'm excited. I want to go do these things. So people see my puppy in an everyday aspect. Actually, my coworkers all know that I'm a puppy. So you know, I can be me whenever I want to be me. So I love that. And we were talking about relationships evolving, and. I, I don't believe at this point that I identify as a critter, but I'm a little who loves playing dress up. And I was like, Daddy, can I just be a puppy while we're here? I, I mean, you, I love being pet all the time. And, you know, I, would you like to try on a puppy hood? I will try on anything. It, it won't be on the podcast. We'll just you and me. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Next story. Yes. But so tell me other things. What, what attracted you to puppy life? Or any kind of I, I think it's the little in me that was like, oh, this is so exciting. I want to put on ears and I want to be part of it. And I want to take the photo on the bridge at the pool earlier today. You know, and I and I want a tail, too. A really cute tail that makes my butt look bigger. They have really cute short tails. You want to make your beautiful butt look beautiful? Does anything entertainment and activity like remind you all that We'll let him finish up and then we'll tail it up. So if you're in your 530 seat. After the parade now organized by our spectacular restaurant operations manager and his team, you can head to the Pacific Theater. Or if you are at an 8 o'clock uh, season, please know that we'll finish on time. If you're going to be a singer and dancer in center of stage, something not to be missed. And then after that, we have a nice little appearance by the senior officers. We're going to invite as many crew members on stage as possible to properly say goodbye. In between, we'll do a little video as well that we recorded for you and your eyes only for this particular cruise. I had no idea he could talk for that long. <laughs> he just keeps fucking going. <laughs> so the one thing I've definitely learned, even from this cruise and just my life in the fetish lifestyle, is it doesn't matter what age you are, we all love to play pretend. Agreed. We all love being someone else, even if it's just for a short amount of time, and be someone else. So, anyone who feels afraid of their age, age is like a fine wine. It gets better every year. Just saying, I like wine. So. Wine is good. I've learned mojitos are also good. Yes. And margaritas. <laughs> All are good. So, I want to thank everyone for taking time again Thanks and spending some this. time with us. Yes. Thank you. thank you so much. We're, okay. Well, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next time. Yay! Hey, John, I want to get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University, and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay, but how about if I just want to go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar, they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh, yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go. 
Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair, Fair Villa. Villa. For, for pleasure, pleasure, fun, fun and, and fantasy. fantasy. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show tonight. You can find us on our webpage, livinasexpositivelife.com, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on Living a Sex Positive Life, where you follow all our stories and adventures. You can find me on all social media as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as John C. Luna. Please reach out and let us know how we're doing. Please like, share all our contents, leave your opinions, comments, complaints. We accept it all. But we also like to thank our sponsor, The Woodshed. You can find them on their webpage, thewoodshedorlando.com. And they're also on FetLife and Facebook, where you could see a lot of their events and promotions going on. So thank you very much for uh, joining tonight. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.